which is that it's going to be very, very difficult to police. I mean, if you're talking, for example, about a, a no-fly zone over it, well, that is a recipe for potential conflict with, for example, Russian aircraft or Syrian aircraft, and that could turn this into a much uglier, more complex conflict, couldn't it? Yes, this is where I believe uh, Erdogan has prepared the ground for that. I think he has worked diplomatically, politically, to explain this intention of a safe zone. He does want US and Russian explicit, clear support to it. I don't think he can afford to impose it unilaterally without their some form of approval from their side, at least a commitment not to confront Turkish uh, Air Force, because uh, Turkey is definitely not interested in repeating the one incident it had with the Russian aircraft, which it shot down. Basma Kodmani from the Syrian National Council on why she thinks a safe zone buffering Turkey from Syria would be a good thing. But up to now, there's been profound scepticism from many outside powers, not least Washington. Has that changed at all? Should it? David Phillips is director of the programme on peacebuilding and rights at Columbia University's Institute for the Study of Human Rights in New York. He's been a senior foreign affairs advisor under presidents Obama, Bush and Clinton. So does he buy the notion that there might be growing international support for a safe zone? President Erdogan is believing his own propaganda. There's no interest in Washington or the international community in supporting a no-fly zone. That's because the no-fly zone is linked to a safe area, and the safe area would be policed by Turkish troops. And Turkish troops on the ground in northern Syria just means an invasion and occupation and continued conflict with the Syrian Kurds. Against that, you could argue, though, couldn't you, that what they've done is that they've pushed militants from the Islamic State group back from the border. That means that... uh, IS can't be resupplied across the border. Don't they deserve some respite from that? Let's be clear about the nature of this operation uh, in Jarablus. It was not targeting the IS. It was targeting Syrian Kurds. In fact, there was a deal pre-cooked between Ankara and the Islamic State, whereby the Islamic State fighters merely changed their uniforms to look like the Free Syrian Army. This was an, a rescue of the Islamic State in Jarablus from the PYD offensive. It didn't advance the goal of uh, killing Islamic State fighters or help the United States and the multinational coalition in its drive to contain jihadis. Would you go so far then as to say that this Turkish push is actually counterproductive to what is the current principle U.S. aim inside Syria, which is to crush IS because it is going to make it more difficult for the YPG, the Syrian Kurds, to fight, essentially. And let's recall that for several years, Turkey was the principal sponsor of the Islamic State. It gave the Islamic State... Well, I'm sorry to interrupt. I mean, that's obviously something that they would strongly disagree with. They disagree with it, but but they're lying. They supported the Islamic State. The evidence is ample. Everyone knows that from 2014 to the beginning of 2016, Turkey was the primary benefactor of jihadis, including Islamic State fighters. The U.S. knows full well that its most reliable ally in Syria are the People's Protection Forces of the PYD. It doesn't buy this propaganda from Erdogan that 
a no-fly zone and a security area is somehow going to be a humanitarian intervention. It's purely an effort to limit the influence of Syrian Kurds and for Turkey to project its power into Syria. The peace process in Syria is complicated by Turkey's presence on the ground and at the negotiating table. The U.S. is fully aware of that. It's just tiptoeing around Erdogan because it doesn't want to insult a NATO ally, particularly after Turkey's made such a stink about the U.S. involvement in the recent coup and its unwillingness to hand over and extradite Fethullah Gulen. More broadly, the U.S. State Department has, has been saying, I mean, John Kerry is uh, nothing if not dogged in his attempts to uh, try and reach some sort of agreement with his counterpart, Sergei Lavrov, uh, out of Moscow. I mean, they, they've just put out a...